This is it. We are rolling. This is episode 460, No Laugh Track Podcast. I am Justin Severson, the host. Uh, we're here at Acme Comedy Company. It's a Thursday, but uh, to, if you're listening to this, I mean, it's it's Monday, it's Tuesday, it's whatever day you're listening. I am here with a first-time guest. We've been chatting. Uh, you missed all the good stuff, so hopefully we left a little bit here. Nate Craig is with me here, and um, we left some good stuff for this next half hour, right? Tons of meat on the bone. Tons Justin. of meat on the bone. Thank you for Tons having me. On the bone. Honored uh, to do it. It's great to meet you, finally. Lovely to meet you, sir. It's great to have you at Acme. Uh, the, uh, the one and only... The uh, highly acclaimed A plus, uh, one of the favorite clubs in the country for all my any of my friends. Yeah, your buddies with Kevin Bozeman, yes. Bozeman, yes, yes, of course. I figured. Sure. Yeah, as close as you can get to that kind of that level of uh, stardom. <laughs> right, right, That's right. Supernova. I mean, he keeps you at a. You, arm, can, you arms can't like fly cl- too close to the sun. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I would, I would, I would be able to see what happened if you got too close to that heat. Absolutely, yeah, right. I'd see it right in front of me here. Right. Well, he's a great guy. He's been on this podcast a bunch of times. I'm so sure. Yeah, there's yeah. our uh, one of our connections here. Also, I found out uh, you and I have something in common besides knowing Kevin Bozeman and a million other comedians. We both grind our teeth. Oh, do you still? Yes, of course. You know, yes. Do I, does anybody outgrow grinding their teeth at night? I don't know. That's that would be a good. That'd be a real good sales pitch for like a like a palm reader or some sort of uh, hypnotist or some sort of uh, not a palm reader but but like some you know any kind of uh, <laughs> any kind of like huckster yeah yeah sh- uh, psych shrink type mm-hmm. uh, fixer uh, if they could get my brain to not do that yeah I'd pay them whatever they charged. Do you remember when you when the dentist noticed or you noticed that that was happening? I legit would wake my parents up in the next room because it was so loud it would pop my teeth would pop i mean i heard you mention that in your act yeah ah just that word pop popping your teeth i i've never ah. i mean i've never heard it i have to be really far asleep for i think for that to for for my 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 (laughs) my head to try to hurt me like that it's a really weird thing yes because you need your teeth yeah does your there's some disconnect between my you know the brain and the skeleton so that 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 is allowed to go down you, you know I, I'd rather punch myself in the face when I slept <laughs> right I, I I at least then I'd wake up yeah I'm like why am I so intense in, in bed like Dude, if Sleeping. I if I if I don't, you know, and sometimes I'll be traveling. I'll be like, okay, I'll just leave. I don't. I, I forgot my mouth guard. Whatever. I'll, I'm just gone for three days. I mean, those are. Th- I wake up with my teeth are soft. Yeah. When I wake up, isn't it crazy? I work on them. Yes. It's and it's and then, and then there's and then you learn there's different. There's grinding. There's gnashing. Yeah. Yes. You know, there's clenching, mm-hmm. which is a different level, mm-hmm. but it's the. The sawing, mm-hmm. <laughs> which causes the 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 noise. So I have to. T- I just we'll move on from this discussion. When did you discover that you? Uh, probably you know like tw- uh, high school, maybe early high school. I think it was a, a dentist that said, oh, "You have these like abrasions on your teeth. You're really clearly going back and forth on them when you're sleeping." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I remember. The first, so then, you know, you get fitted like you brought up. You end up with a mouth guard, like similar to the one I had when I played, you know, Little League football, mm-hmm. right? 
Uh, the first one you get is way more expensive. It's from the dentist, and it's yeah. you know sixteen thousand dollars, and you almost vomit getting fitted for it. Mm-hmm. Then you move on, and you buy. I'm sure, like me, you do you use the store bought ones. I do not. You, you still go to the dentist. I got to go bulletproof glass, dude. <laughs> I got to go bulletproof glass, man. I I, I am on my. Um, well, first of all, I chewed through. Oh he yeah. Ch- he tried to get me on like the. I, and I came back. To, I was chewing this because there's one with like metal and glass. There's like wires and stuff to like guide your yeah. teeth into the thing. And I chewed right through that. He was like, you chewed th- through? I was like, yeah, I went over that. And Jesus then and he's like, OK, OK, well, we got another we got another option. You know, we got, <laughs> we, we make one for tigers. And and uh, and so then I got that one. And I am on now my second one of those. Oh my god! That one, the first one, I still have because you. I mean, God forbid you lose one. Right, right, and right. You're, and then you. You, you know, have to your, sell your car to get a new teeth one. Look like the when they when in Looney Tunes when they when they when the guy falls off a fucking yes. building or something and it's, it's the just, piano keys yes. though. <laughs> Absolutely, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so I'm on I'm on my second one of those, and the the, the first one has cracks in it. I mean, it's still functional. It's a gnarly looking thing, dude. Do you I. You're- sunken pirate ship that thing looks like a it's got fucking <laughs> it's covered in kelp it's covered <laughs> and just cracks barnacles and barnacles and uh do you you are married correct i am yes, yes. Yeah. do you remember the first time you had to let your uh female friend know about oh um was there a warning when you put it in or took it out in the morning or i what i well, yes i mean uh, like the, like when we got to the point where I would like stay over at her house or she would, well no I would have it, I would her she lived alone I had <laughs> I still had a, my my friend Chris Fairbanks was my roommate at the time and uh, but so we would stay at her house and I would say if you hear me grinding my teeth just just put your just wake me up do whatever you have to do to get me out of that yeah and like put your hand on my face or my just like nudge me or something yeah so that was when that i i i breached that topic i see and then and then you did and then she woke you up you're like well i have something to deal with she's that. my wife's a wonderful person so she was very empathetic she's like what oh wow that's <laughs> she, she was she was she was instantly like oh this is a damaged person <laughs> uh and then you had to tell her about all the other stuff yeah like, this right. is just the, sure, the sure, this sure. is just the appetizer of the things that are wrong with me don't worry they're my baby teeth <laughs> Uh, I remember being in college and I had mis you know I'd misplaced one of the mouth guards I had like it got lost I don't know in my bed or something on the mm-hmm. floor I don't know like it fell out of my mouth while I was sleeping I couldn't find it well then the girl that I was dating came over and spent the night and she found it randomly on the ground like picked it up and she's like what the fuck is this <laughs> And I had to, you know, I was embarrassed. I was like, that's not how I want you to find out. Well, she wasn't helping. She sounds like kind of a, (laughs) we got rid of her, huh? Uh, She, we were roommates with two other people and she broke up with me very soon after that. And I found out because she just stopped coming home. Damn. Yeah. Damn. We're not friends anymore. Well, she didn't care about your teeth. Well, no. She's going to care about you. Yeah, I, I should have known. Speaking of uh, couples caring about each other. So I, I'm on a... Um, Old man, you know, like D League softball team. Uh huh. Play play Thursday nights. The only league to play in. Right. We normally play Thursday nights. This is a Thursday. Uh, a text message went around from the guy that kind of coordinates everything. He's like, "Hey, because it's Memorial Weekend, we're not going to play this weekend." 
On Thursday? Yeah, which I think is strange. Like, Sounds like the best Thursday of the year. Right. Yeah, it should be. It should be. Like, party time can kind of start yeah, now. Like Let's tonight, get a four Hey, real quick, uh, guys, we might not make it through nine innings tonight. We're going to floor it hard. There's going to be a keg on second base. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How many people are taking the day off or going out of town tomorrow? Let's start tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no game, apparently. Um, <laughs> but one of the guys on the team said, hey, this is, I'm going to read this word for word. What time are people going to the bar, the bar that sponsors us? What, what, what time are people going to the bar uh, because I have to tell my wife I'm playing so I can get out of the house? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what the D-League's for, right? <laughs> He's not, hey, this was on the schedule, all right? I'm we freaking put, leaving the house. We put the D in absentee dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not Man. just in case someone from the team's listening. I'm not going to say who that was, but not all of us are married. So uh, <laughs> you do the math. Uh, you do the math, but, coach. Uh, yeah, it's but, coach. <laughs> so freaking funny. So let's talk about. Uh, so last night was your first show here. At yeah, Acme. so fun. Yeah, really good house. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Did were you were have you been working a lot leading up to this week? Yeah, yeah, I. I well, I've been getting ready to. Uh, I'm taping a special at the Green Mill in Chicago next week, which is uh, this ridiculous jazz club, old uh, Al Capone haunt, bullet holes in the wall, tunnel, tunnel in, uh, under the stage, all that, all that jazz. Yes, let's take it. Let's pause and talk about that for just a little bit more because I looked yeah. that up. So you're gonna record next week. Yeah, it's in Chicago. All things comedy is uh, is shooting it, and um, I'm. I could not. I didn't think I was going to get that place, and and the guy agreed to it, and so it's it's going down. And so I've just been trying to get the 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 um, hour material ready, nice. as uh, as you do, and and it's been really fun. So I've been able to work. I've I've been working um, a good amount. Um, I've been trying to just work steady since I got vaccinated last year. Okay. Because um, like everybody else, I my calendar went away, and uh, all I wanted was to keep doing this for a job this sure is, this did is, you do zoom shows at the beginning of covid I, and stuff i did and then i stopped quickly yeah. that was not anything no at all anywhere near why i started doing stand-up so i didn't need that yeah. it, i appreciated everybody who did it and i really appreciate everybody who watched those that was awesome i i really i really thought that was cool how people were like oh yeah no we're we're looking for human interaction i mean because of all the places to completely lose track of uh of that of 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 interacting with people the inter the internet online is you could just fall into a wormhole where you're you're only ever uh yeah reading what's being fed to you by by machines and 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 that was uh as a, a, a unique and a, an experience i think as people could seek out and so that was awesome to me i just didn't like doing it it right. wasn't there was no exchange you couldn't really um you know f feed off off of uh, the people watching no, let's let's never go back there. <laughs> we we experienced it. We have stories about it. Let's yeah. never go back. Some people loved it. Some people some people became comedians then, and I w I would never book them at my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> some people are they're still doing it. I get uh, I'm on some list where I get updates every week about uh, Zoom shows. Yes, in this economy. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Sure. Uh huh. I mean, the names are not recognizable on these lineups anymore. Yeah, I'd like keep it were. secret too if I was still doing <laughs> Zoom shows. <laughs> That's <laughs> who, funny. Who is that for? Can we just stay inside forever? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I, this, this week on blankets, <laughs> <laughs> this Green Mill place sounds awesome. Oh, dude, sounds so cool. It's 
yeah, I'm, 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 I cannot believe I got to, I, I, that, uh, the owner let me do it. I mean, I had to kind of triangulate and really, and also it's not free. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, I've looked up their, they have a Wikipedia page for this place. Oh dude, they're not. Yeah. They're, it's so the green mill is so cool. They don't, they don't have like social media. It's one of those places. Oh, like they don't need anything. Yeah. The green mill is like. It's as Chicago as Chicago gets. It's like it's up on Broadway. It's not even in the loop. It used to be far enough out so that, you know, it was kind of like a safe place. Interesting. And then there's legit a tunnel. Yes. Down through the stage Have that you goes been? three blocks away to where Capone would escape the authorities <laughs> or anybody trying to shoot him. That's crazy. Yeah. Have you gone into the tunnel? Not yet. No. But I'm wondering if maybe I can take a look at it after the taping. I, I mean, mean, you'd think so. I'm, I'm hoping to just really knock this out and make the guy glad that he allowed me to tape there. Because I've never seen anything taped there. Well, according to their Wikipedia page, only uh, Chicago-based comic Whitney Chitwood. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Recorded her 2019 album, The Bakery Case, live at the Green Mill, and it was the first comedy album to be recorded at the club. That's right. That's right. There was an album recorded there, though. Um, they have. Oh, well, I cannot go without talking about. They have the. Uh, as far as I know, and I've only done it once, but all my friends down in Chicago brag to me about this show they have on saturday afternoon at i think it's 3 p.m oh wow at the green mill and and the green mill the poetry slam was invented there yeah I saw it's this. mark smith runs the poetry it still goes Crazy. i went there when i first moved to chicago after college i started comedy in madison i moved to chicago right away i didn't know what the city of chicago was gonna show me sure. and i so i started going to everything and the green mill was where i early landing spot and i went there like it was my first i moved there in october when i first moved there right out of college um the Christmas show I went and Mark Smith came out of the trap door in the stage behind the bar the main stage I'm going to shoot on the bar the main stage has the green mill sign the big green neon sign okay I just remember coming in and having a huddle in the back like towards the street you know there's like a long kind of bar and then it curves and then it, the main room and I was all the way in the back and I just remember seeing this guy dressed as like the ghost of Christmas past or something and coming out and doing poetry, you know, um, which can be great, can be awful, but he's incredible. Sure. And, you know, I just remember this kind of this spotlight behind him, and I was just, like, amazed. I was a young kid. I was discovering Chicago, which is remains maybe my favorite city that okay. I've been to. And it's it was just so cool. I was It left an impression. So I, to be able to do this now, you know, over 20 years later, I think, is I'm, I can't, you know, I'm beside myself. But that's so cool. It really is that spot. It really is that spot. I mean, and they have a show on Saturdays now, and I finally got to do it. It's called Paper Machete. They bill it as a live magazine. Okay. And so they 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 have music, which never a good combo. Stand up and music. It's never a good combo. They do it, and they do it very well. Wow. It's like they have access to the best musicians in the world. It's the Green Mill, so they have that gear, yeah. which no places have that that are really doing stand-up ever yeah. so you have these incredible musicians and chicago is the kind of town that has them they they're locals yep um or touring you know as uh you know like i think um renan hirschberg was on the show i was on. he was doing zanies and i was doing i was in town doing the comedy bar so like whoever's coming through um 
that you know headliners coming through uh, to the clubs in the city will come up and do it if they hear about oh, it. Oh shit! Oh, that's awesome. It's 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 absolutely and and they, they like one of the bar managers is famous for shushing people. Like she's got her own Yelp page. What? Like pe- where people like talk about being shushed by shit. Like yeah, like the, the she's staff, like the soup Nazi the version. The staff of- there is celebrities. Like that's and so she actually she jumped down my throat because my I was again in the back on the show going last and um I faced my FaceTime my wife to show her. This place, I was like, I might have to push to try to. This is incredible. Yeah, because everybody was there was so dialed into the show. They are there. I mean, the the host, uh, Chris Pyatt, is this incredibly talented dude, and the him and his production team. They they run. I shit you not, dude. I think it's the best show in America. He opened with like a, I don't know, man, like a five maybe eight minute monologue about it went from like. It traced like modern, <laughs> modern corporate policy at Disney all the way back through like vaudeville. Like it was a very intellectual Jeez. kind of piece with jokes all the way through it. That like you're only gonna that's only gonna land at like a lit slam. You know what I mean? Like that's that's only gonna land in in front of a crowd that that you know is. <laughs> First is, of all, listening very intently, very intently, yeah. and and so. So they go from they have the ability to go, which I was as you know we both observed. It sounds like you know what I'm talking about when it's a music and comedy is not a mm-hmm. good comedy. So crowds don't really have that. They're not going to a show to be that invested. Yeah. To go, even if it's a comedy show, if a show if a crowd came to a comedy club expecting to give the kind of focus that stand up comedy requires, you know, because the the silence is also impor- as important as the laughs. Mm-hmm. Um, what with the tension and the release of the tension. And they don't expect to have there be full volume going on in the room. So once there is, they kind of relax and they're, you know, they move into talking and they move into kind of a little bit more. It's a different, yeah. Uh, it's a different atten- level of attention. Yeah. But to be able to go zero to 60 and back to zero again, as far as like how much dedicated silence and focus you're having. Is is just a it's, so it's, cool. it's a next level stuff for for an audience. I mean, it's it's a, a it's a trained audience, it's an engaged audience, it's an imaginative audience, and it's and it's a v- incredibly dedicated uh, group of people to be able to do that and 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 feel rewarded. I mean, it was genuine. Yeah, they're there for the whole thing. They want to see. They they care about the flow of the show. They care about all that. And it's just like I don't know, man. I'm I'm over over and I I I don't mean to sound like an idiot, uh, blabbering uh, over it, but it was really cool to see. It's all. Cool. I mean, it's hard to do. Right. If you're producing shows, I mean, most most comics have to produce their own shows at some point or another. I've produced my own shows. It's hard to do that. So you know, I I I went up and it went well. And the 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 lady who yelled at me for for. For FaceTiming, uh, the shush, the shush, the, the, the shush, <laughs> I forget what they call her on the internet. It's literally like the shush lady or something like that. <laughs> she was, as I'm getting announced, she's like, oh, I didn't know you were going on stage. I was like, yeah, why'd you think I was walking around like I own the place? And she, and I made her laugh. And that was like the most important laugh. Because then, you know, the, the, the set went well. And I was like, that's it, dude. I have to try to get this place. So I, I immediately went over to her. I was like, would he ever let somebody record her? She was like, she... Uh, he he let uh, he let um, Whitney do her album here, but I but you'd have to talk to him about it. And I mean I don't know maybe she put in a good word for me. I I think we were it was a genuine. I think we had made a genuine connection. 
<laughs> check Yelp to make sure. Right. Yeah, I know. It's uh, so what, anyway. What do you consider your home club? Uh, Zanies. Zanies. Zanies in Old Town. Okay. Yep. Okay. And where are you living now? L.A. L.A. Living in L.A. How long have you been there? Twelve. Over 12 years, 12, 13, 14 years. I moved out there right after the Bears lost the Super Bowl. How about that for uh, <laughs> 07? Okay. Rex Grossman Bears. <laughs> that was a fun, that was a fun Ugh, dismount Rex from the Grossman. city of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, didn't they win a Super Bowl? Nah. Not in a while. No. Not that, since that 1985. Was, that's the most – okay, so I'm thinking – in my mind, they won that Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. I think I was just so amazed that they made it that in my mind – They were a good team. Yeah, well, if you so stopped insane. watching after the opening kickoff, they won. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Devin Hester. My, I, watched, I did watch that in Chicago with all my buddies. I got a lot of good Bear fan friends, but I – you know, I was – for them, I was rooting for the Bears, but I'm a Packer fan, so. Sure, sure, sure. Well, then what uh, – so then what are your uh, emotional ties to the Vikings? Hate? Don't hate. care? Hate? Firm, strong hate. Yeah. I like the stadium, though. I like the megachurch. That looks good. They did a good job. It looks, it looks cool on TV. looks like it's a lot of natural light in there so that people can, can, uh, can, can get a full, full, uh, full, full picture when they lose <laughs> in week 17 every year to miss the playoffs. They make the playoffs. Though. Vikes or, make the playoffs. That's why you hate them because they're, you know, they're decent. Yeah, it's the making the playoffs and then that quick exit. Yeah, that, that's what ends up hurting so bad sometimes. Do you have a uh, Wisconsin, of course, known for their bars, mm-hmm. known for beer, milk, yeah. et cetera, cheese? What is your favorite bar in Madison? Wow, do you have a favorite bar? That's where you're from, right? Madison. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you have I, a favorite bar? I have. I have. Of course, I do. I um, Madison is. Uh, I love. I'm really. Love going home to Madison, sure. Town. But um, my favorite restaurant and bar is the Greenbush Bar. And that is, uh, there used to be an old Italian district there. It's kind of been developed out a little bit. There used to be like, you know, uh, a couple great bars, a couple great sandwich spot- spots. And um, What's so it, good about this place? Um, it's my favorite place for dinner, but the bar is also so great. And it's right kind of a couple blocks away from the Kohl Center. So, like, people go there before hockey games oh, and yeah. basketball games and Heck stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's downstairs. It's low. It's dark. It's it's just great. Yeah. It's oh, great. And great. My, my friends worked there when we were in college. And uh, it's where I want to go when I go home. Nice. Yeah, it's great. The Green nice. Bush. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of something about uh, me. Also, also, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, forgive me. Lead, lead, I, just since we're plugging things in Madison. Yeah. Uh, my friends also did a great job with their bar on State Street, Cask and Ale. Oh. And it's, I don't know of a better whiskey bar. I don't know of a better whiskey bar. And they have like, they have like, I don't know, 40 drafts. And it's all bonkers quality booze. Yeah, now you're talking. If now you're, you're talking. drinking beer or whiskey, they have like house made, they have house made barrel aged brandy and bourbon old fashions Ooh, coming out of a barrel. Jeez. They have. I mean, the wall of whiskey and brandy and scotch and everything is, it's incredible. And then they have, you know, sours and stouts and ambers and ales and IPAs. Hazy IPAs are my thing right now. I wish I could drink hazy. They give me bubble guts. I can't do it. I might, it's, it's, uh, 
I can I like an IPA. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, I'm that I'm that dude. I'm, I'm so all stuck on I'm all low, I'm all on Team IPA, yeah, but yeah. I can't do hazies. Yeah, it's just it immediately gives me indigestion. Mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. So I have I want to tell you about something. I have uh, sorry I interrupted. No 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 no. This is hey this is about you, but um. I want to, this is going to lead into me asking more questions about you. And the, uh, so I have three daughters. Oldest is uh, in oh. high school, and youngest You're a young guy, man. Yeah, look at you. Got Oldest started early. Youngest, uh, well, I don't know. But uh, as soon as you found a woman that was okay with your mouth guard, you started. <laughs> 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 my daughter, my oldest, uh, is was telling me that at, at her high school this week they have something called like spirit week or something like that i'm sure you had that in high school sounds right? familiar we're yeah. like every anyway every day of the week so we got so, spirit yes we do right <laughs> how about you is uh every day of the week is a different you know dress up day basically so monday at their school was pajama day right i had uh tuesday was despicable me they were supposed to dress up as someone from one of those movies minions mm-hmm. or something pixar yeah so then uh, we're gonna uh, jersey day was wednesday if we're in high school right now and okay. it's Jersey Day, who who what are you wearing? Mm. Like from now or from when I was in high school? Oh, uh, when either. Either. Either actually. Yeah. Now, man. Well, I'm I'm all on these uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I'm pretty broke up about them losing. Um, and I love uh, I love uh, a, a good shooter, so I'd probably I'd probably wear me a Chris Middleton Team USA jersey. Oh. Because when I was in high school, I had a Team USA Reggie Miller jersey. Okay. All I right. just, but we got a guy that shoots like that now for the Bucks. So that's, I like that. Okay. Um, I'm not good at basketball, but I do claim to be a somewhat decent shooter. Sure. When nobody's, when nobody's on the court with me and nobody's watching. It's because nobody's I can, watching. I can put the ball in the hoop. <laughs> um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Probably Chris Middleton. Okay. Um, when I was in high school, though, I mean, it was, it was nothing but Favre. Donald Driver. That, I, I got that was a jersey uh, easiest my my buddy's bachelor party we had we went to a like home opener in Jacksonville was a couple years ago and I bought I found a Donald Driver jersey at the uh, thrift at store the thrift store of course so it's I, the best place to get old jerseys it was a great and I so I, I gave it to him with a pair of scissors uh, so I was like you're not you're wearing this but you're cutting the sleeves off. <laughs> And uh, it's, it's it was a, it was a hit. He loved it. It was right. I mean, if you knew the guy, just a complete dirtbag. Nice. So a, Donald, a sleeveless <laughs> Donald Driver jersey was. Uh, I recently found at a, at a thrift store, which is why I knew you were going there. Uh, a, remember Jim McMahon played one season for the Chargers. <laughs> I, I have an off like the heavy duty authentic Jim McMahon Chargers. Wait, are you a Vikes fan then? Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Oh, that's fucking ben- what a. What a wild shirt to yeah. have. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he played for the Vikes for a year or two, too. He well. played for everybody. Yeah. He uh-huh. he had a his farewell tour tour took uh took the better part of uh thirty two seasons. <laughs> no shit. So two I got two more days to get through. So today at the high school is hippie versus Harley Day, where you can dress up as a hippie or a biker, I mm-hmm. guess. You know, you know those longtime arch enemies. Sure. Hippies and bikers. Yeah, the classic <laughs> classic matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just you leave here, you better duck down if you see a biker anywhere. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it, it, it's it's wild that those two would be separate. I mean, I mean, greatest uh, ever, easy rider, Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Dennis Hopper was both. Yeah, no shit. I like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, everyone today at her school should be dressing like Dennis Hopper from Easy Rider. Both. So then tomorrow, this is the one that really I don't understand. Tomorrow's Adam Sandler. Wow, cultural icon. No question. Yeah. Great. 
Adam Sandler story. I've I've met Adam uh, Sandler a couple times. Okay. Not enough to to call him Adam, like I almost did. <laughs> the Sandman. Uh, the Sandman. Uh, me and the Sandman. <laughs> um, but that guy is a really cool guy. That guy's a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> is there a story? You yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Um, Largo in L.A. is like one of the best places uh, that I get to perform when they'll have me, and um, I was on. Pete Holmes is a, a good friend. We we were in Chicago. We kind of started, came up in Chicago together. Yeah. And um, and Pete has a show called Living at Largo. It's a phenomenal show. Go see it. If you're ever out in L.A., please look it up. It's uh, it's a great spot. And they do all kinds of shows. They do like Sarah Silverman and Friends and Bill Byrne Friends. It's that place. It's that kind of place. Yeah. 250-seater. Two, not a better place in America to watch a show. It's like there with like the Village Underground, uh, this place um comedy works denver hilarities in cleveland yeah. it's that level spot and um so secret headliner well you know and i i get there uh, fairbanks was also on the show and and we are like kind of like okay and we're talking to pete we're talking to um our our our, our old manager who is I, I is my current manager but at the time we were not working together mm. we had gone our own ways but um he's a very well-known guy in the business very Good, great guy, awesome guy to work with. Uh, his name is Dave Rath. Oh, and, um, I know that name. And love you, Dave. And uh, and he, he was there. He manages Pete. And so they were all like, "Who is? when's he going to get here? When's he going to get here? Pete was already there, so we were like, who's he talking about? And sure enough, in walks Adam Sandler, and he was just getting ready for that special that he taped, the one he taped at like all the different venues, mm -hmm. and uh, and which was an awesome special, and he closes it with the song about Farley. Yes. Everybody's <clears throat> crying. Awesome, yes. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Awesome special. And it was so fucking funny. I mean, it, talk about, I mean, I get it. I, it. It's a weird day to have in the dress up and go to school day, Adam Sandler day. But I mean, I, he's made that many movies and he's that level of comic. I mean, he's that fucking funny. He's yeah. got it. And when he, and, and when he it was time to shoot a special, he, he wrote an awesome special. And he had a guy there, you know, uh, playing the key, you know, the P, the keyboard for him for the songs and we were all hanging out and he was just like holding court and he was just doing you know adam sandler shit and then i had to go up first and so i went up first and i did well and well enough i guess to to that nobody came out of the green room they were all hanging out with adam sandler and and pete and the owner of the theater and and you know sure. uh um and chris was in there and then chris goes on after me and as as we're passing each other as he's going on stage she goes you fucking killed everybody's talking about it and i thought he was just busting my chops because i knew good goddamn well nobody was watching my set and so i go in there and i walk in and um and everybody's kind of walking out and it's just me and adam sandler and and i'm like um hey it's 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 great to meet you man um i'm good friends with the farleys um because they're from they're the whole family's from madison oh, yeah. and i used to do the comics come home with them and you know uh, i know i know uh johnny and kevin and tom farley was running the farley foundation when it was still uh operating and they're just the best people and i said i just want i just want to say you know uh I, i'm a huge fan yeah and he goes he and he doesn't say anything he doesn't even address the fact that I, he just looks at me he goes nice set out there and i was like oh thank you man he goes you really stuck it to wrath and I was like, I like laughed because I didn't understand what he was saying. I didn't know how he didn't know me. He didn't know that I had worked with wow. my manager. And yeah. How would he know that we had not we had gone we had we stopped working together? 
all at while while I'm not in the room and nobody's there to, and so you know, Dave must have said you know I used to represent these guys or whatever. Yeah, and and I go, I laughed. I was like, no. and he goes, no, 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 no. You really stuck it to wrath. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so awesome. He didn't watch my set. And the thing that I love about that is it's so it's obviously it's so ne- unnecessary. It's so Hollywood. It's so Hollywood. It's but it's like he hasn't had a manager in years. Sure. He's had he's got an agent. Yeah. He's not paying. He makes fucking fifty million dollar deals with Netflix or whatever the yeah. fuck it is for a fucking three movie deal. <laughs> yeah. He's had him say he's not giving that away to a manager. Yeah. He has not he has long since remembered what it was like to have a manager that you may or may not feel good about what they're doing for your career yeah. or whatever or par- <laughs> to the point where you would have to part ways. It's like it was such a locker room guy thing to yeah. do. I was just like I just just to have even that in your head when you're meeting somebody to like be able to access like to empathize and like kind of like identify with somebody who right. was just in a way different part of the business. Uh-huh. That's that's so great. I thought it was cool, man. I thought it was pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. If uh if it was Adam Sandler day at your high school, which which Adam Sandler would you try to uh impersonate? Uh Opera Man. Or hold up. Opera Man. God, what what if uh <laughs> It it would have to be SNL. I I would I wouldn't go. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, those are great. Uh, what's another classic uh, SNL Sandler character? Uh, well, the uh, Canteen Boy. <laughs> Remember that one? How do you? Oh man, I'm, I I think of like I think of him just being like a random guy in so many sketches. Yeah. You remember the one where Alec Baldwin is the. Remember, remember the one where Alec Baldwin is the French teacher that doesn't care if you speak correct French. He just wants you to speak it like, that's what Sandler, Sandler's asking if he can like go to the bathroom or something. And like, and like Alec Baldwin's like, je voudrais aller à la salle de bain. And he's like, oh no, that's Farley. Farley's like, uh, uh, uh. Je voudrais aller à la salle de bain. I do remember that now. And then Farley is like, and Baldwin's like, Sandler was in that sketch. Those, oh my God, that was a funny show. That was a great cast. I have a feeling not one kid in that high school has seen those characters never i don't even know if that's on they're youtube all, they're all must be it must be you know one of his netflix movies or something yeah it's got to be like little nicky or or uh i, I mean fuck I dude, what was the one he did with uh ben stiller the the dramatic i mean now he's uncut gems i mean he's doing oh yeah he's doing with kevin garnett right <laughs> right it's so fun uncut gems uh it's so yeah. fun <laughs> that's right it's so funny to see him uh I mean, he's so he's so f- hilarious. We're, we're getting to that time that we talked yeah. about where you need to hit the road. I have okay. one more thing I want to ask you about. Yeah, that it really has nothing to well, very little to do with comedy. But I, thank God. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's three things. Uh, well, let's see. That are all coming out. Either they just did in the last week or are like in the next 24 hours. New Top Gun movie, Obi Wan, the Obi Wan Kenobi series on Disney Plus, and the George Carlin documentary. Which which one piques your interest the most? Well, obviously. 
Top Gun if it's good, which I've heard it's phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm all in okay. on Top Gun. Yeah. But I definitely I wa I just skipped right to the second half of the Carlin doc. I want to watch the first half too, but I just was like I had to pick one and I I was a big fan. I knew I had a feeling they were going to go into because he did make such a hard turn yeah. in his career, and it was fascinating. I got to watch the first half. Um, I got to watch the first half because there's the, all the stuff with his daughter and his and his first wife. That's like, you know, the kind of like who he is kind of stuff. But, yep. um, but I, I did watch the second half, and it was it was true. It was interesting to hear how he wasn't getting booked in like yep. at, a, at in the middle there, like right around the turn, like at early eighties. Yeah, and oh, he yeah. had to I've like books about him that's that's crazy. Um, Obi Wan. Star Wars, you Star Wars guy? Uh, sure, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I love, I loved, um, I love the Mandalorian. I think they're doing a great job with the the reboots. Yeah. And um, I thought they're so the next one they're shooting is the um, the next one they're shooting is the um, what's her name? She was in the Mandalorian. She had the big Brandon. What's her name? Yeah, the um, but the actress. Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson has a yes, spinoff series. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm excited for the Obi-Wan series. It's, it's, um, God, I'm so bad with actors' names. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, he's great. Yeah. He's great. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't get better than Ewan McGregor. I, I'll, uh, that's why I remembered his name. I, uh, <clears throat> I'll watch that. <laughs> I'm into it, but it's definitely not Top Gun George Carlin status. Not yeah. for me. It's, I mean, I'm sure they do a great job. I really appreciate it. Um, the they're they're all the details in in the Mandalorian, and I watched the second season. Some people were bashing on the second se second season. It was okay. A little bit. Yeah. I love that they used uh, Oliphant. I thought he was great. Um, but that oh, that second season when the kids showed up with the shiny motorcycles. I was Didn't like, I come in and tell you, Brandon? I hated that. What was the shiny? What was the fucking deal? I fucking hated that. How hard do these kids have it? How valuable is water if they have enough of it to wash their fucking motorcycles? <laughs> like, what are we doing with these kids and the shiny? Why does everything have to have an ep you know an episode at the mall for like? Why do? Come on. I know. Do children? I'm surprised they, they were wearing Nikes or something, right? Right. I. I mean, I thought. Can't we embrace the filth of our of our own existences? Do kids these days needs to? Ha it's literally shiny objects. Yeah, ruined that second half of that series. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I could not get over it. No, I couldn't either. They might as well have had fucking strings. <laughs> I almost gave up on it after that. Episode. Uh, me too, yeah. dude. I stopped watching it for a couple weeks, and I was like, "Exactly." Well, I took like three weeks off, and I'm like, "All right." I fine. saw a clip from like a later episode. Where I was like, "Well, what's that then?" Yeah. And then I, you know, I, exactly. That, it was too much. Yeah, it was I too much. But, agree. I, but other than that, I think they're they're doing a pretty good job. Favreau really is yeah. like kind of hit a stride with uh, with the uh, the Star Wars universe. So. Yeah. Uh, you I'm need in. to get going. You have to go do some more uh, media somewhere, and this has been fantastic. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you for so having much. Me. Yeah, uh, this will be out. You know, we're gonna get this uh, available as soon as possible. So, if people cool. are listening to this and you're still in town, come and see a show. Yeah, come out. This place is great. I'm. It's an honor to be here. Minneapolis is awesome. This place is awesome. Do you have any idea where once this special is recorded, where it will end up? No, sir. Okay. Um, I mean, it'll be it'll be a new album for sure. So okay. you can follow me on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, uh, hopefully, you hear me on. Sirius XM Satellite Radio. 
Um, and uh, you can follow me at uh, you know Twitter, Instagram, Nate Craig Live on Twitter, or on Instagram and TikTok, Hype Man on Twitter. And uh, uh, please come if you're in Chicago, come to the taping. I would love to have you. It's a incredible spot uh we'll have a jazz organist making the evening uh flow and uh it's gonna be dope will I, you be wearing a suit yes or no hell yes hell yes boom Ooh, i just got priced out of a pocket square i can't pay 200 dollars for a pocket square <laughs> i cannot justify a 200 dollars par- pocket square no you still got time to find right down room. the street here in this this big big willy neighborhood that we're in right no, now no, 200 dollars. i was like bah, 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 yeah, bah, bah, you made a good wait, we got a we got to we got to we got we got we got we got we got to do a deal here on this uh, pocket square. But uh yes, yes, please. Uh I don't know where we're going to sell. It. We'll try to sell it. Hopefully I knock it out and it's uh you know, we can take a some <laughs> various uh, outlets will take meetings with us, but um in there the meantime, go. we just I just got to focus on getting it done, so. Thank hopefully, you. Nate. Hopefully somewhere good. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Justin.